High Fivers. I'm Stephanie, Ambassador of Fun, and welcome to High Five to That, a podcast all about celebrating fun stories, adventures, or just anything that has you saying high five to that. So today, again, we have the wonderful Adolfo. I am here. And you have some stories to share with us. Yes, actually, a big thing that I, you know, that's going on with kids and is that they're going back to school. And I remember yeah. I used to get the jitters, like, like even I think to to now, like I have like it's almost like a, a what is it a learned reaction to like when it's August. Oh my God! Like my stomach starts to turn. I get a little nervous about school. Yeah. And I I kind of still feel it even as an adult, which is kind of weird. Wait, in September? No, August. Oh, August. Yeah, I said August. And so this kid, I guess, in Fayette County, Georgia. Okay. He chose to wear on his first day of school a shirt that says, I will be your friend. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. What, grad, what grade is he in? First grade. Aw, well, that's a really nice story. I like that. That is a good one because, you know, there's so many times where kids are going in Can and I out of school. Can I see what the shirt looks like? Uh, I, I do shirt. not have it actually as a picture because it was kind of like a video and then an article. And I didn't, don't, can't really look at a video uh. while we're on here. But it was it was nice. It was his name is Blake, and he's from Fayette County, Georgia, and I can see why he did that because you know it can be hard going from kindergarten to first grade. It's it's really it is something that all kids have to deal with. And yeah, because you're not painting anymore. Well, actually, now in kindergarten, <laughs> uh, it's different. Because when I was in kindergarten, I remember there was time to play with blocks and paint and things like that while you're learning the alphabet and and all of that but now it seems like kids need to already know their alphabet and just come in ready to start writing essays or something That's in kindergarten funny. do you remember your first uh, grade teacher i remember my kindergarten teacher i remember that i really wanted to start school um and i remember that two teachers wanted to have me in their class and i was just like i don't know what school is but whatever as long as i get to go um I had a good time. I remember, though, there was a moment where I was thinking, I need to learn how to read so that I can read myself Whoa. stories. I'm still working on that. Because <laughs> I really wanted to read stories to myself. Like, just, I've always loved reading. So I wanted to just be able to do it myself entirely. And so I just remember being really focused on wanting to learn how to read. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I remember my first grade teacher was uh, Miss Miller, Mrs. Miller. And I, I do remember that we even did uh, – the one thing I remember from it the most was doing the, you know, the, the bean in a Ziploc bag with a little bit of water and growing it. Oh, okay. I've done that with students before. Yeah, and the only, only, reason, only reason why I remember it is because mm -hmm. um, this one kid that sat behind me, like, broke everybody's bean. He, like, snapped everybody's bean around him, and he, including mine. Mm -hmm. So they, didn't, they died off. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> that's what i remember from he's first mean grade. to the beans yeah. uh, maybe he just doesn't like beans maybe i like beans i think they're delicious i'm not a big fan you know that. i like all kinds of beans i like i would say i like when we went to the south and i had butter beans that was really amazing yeah so shout out to tabby and nina my sisters for making awesome butter beans butter bean you know there was a boxer named butter bean that's really cute. No, but he was a big, scary dude. And he was, but he was like, he had no technique. He was just a big dude. 
Why did they call him Butterbean? Was he I guess that was greenish? Just, no, that was just his <laughs> Was nickname. he just slippery? No. He always used to wear like the American flag trunks, just like you know Rocky and Apollo Creed. And see, that doesn't when you say flag on the shorts. I don't know if this is in there, but that makes me think of what was it? That Nintendo game where there's a boxing. Oh, uh, Punch Out. Yeah, that's what it makes me think of. I don't know if there was a character that had that, but it just made me think of that. Oh yeah, well, it's about boxing. I never got far in that game. I was just like, eh. I'm done. Give me Mario. You know what? To be honest with you, by the way things are going, I have no idea how people beat certain games. It was just like I had so many different games, and I remember playing, I think, The Legend of Zelda. Oh, yeah. Zelda. Uh, God, 10 years after I got it, when the internet was around, or God, maybe even 20 years after I got it, that the internet was around, and then I'm like, oh, great, now I can look at a map. I know where to go because yeah. there's sometimes you got to go through combinations to go through rooms and something like, oh, man, how did people beat this without this map? Because they sold books. I remember this. They sold a book that you would have to buy in order to understand what's happening in the game. But that was when things got more complicated because I remember one year I just randomly got a PlayStation. Like, I didn't – I'm not a gamer, I like to watch gameplays, but I don't like to game myself. But anyway, somehow I ended up having one, and I was like, huh, okay, I'll give it a try. And um, it Tomb Raider. It was Tomb Raider. I forgot which one, but the one where, well, it's the one where in the beginning she they drop her off in this pool, and you have to climb up the rocks or else the tiger will eat you. Um, but I didn't understand how to use that game, and I didn't even know what – she was looking for or what we were doing um tomb raider is a very advanced game yeah and that one you needed a book and later on i was like oh now i get it i was supposed to climb up this way to get out like i never made it out i just let i just let wes play i'm like wes you just figure it out because i don't know i only had one book and that was for super mario brothers three oh okay and the only reason why i had that one book is because I was in a video game tournament. Oh, that's cool. To win a Super Nintendo or something like that. Did you win? No. I didn't even get through the first round. Well, that's still pretty cool, though. That's like something out of an 80s movie. I'll tell you why. It was because nobody told me that it was not about points. I thought it was about speed. Oh. So I flew through the level because i knew how to play the level so i'm like all right cool i just jump here jump here go fast and then i finished the level way before the other kid yeah with like no points or very few (laughs) very few points oh yeah so he was out there (laughs) killing things collecting things collecting coins killing turtles and i was just like and then done yeah that's not how the tournament was that's funny um i remember too when i was even younger uh there was an atari game that i played and it was about E.T. But it had nothing really, I don't know. It it has since been called the worst game ever on the Atari. But I thought it was entertaining. I just like the little sound effects. Like the little, dut, 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 dut. like funny. when he's walking. I didn't understand what was happening. I didn't know what was going on. But I just enjoyed the sound effects. And little E.T. just having an adventure. Well, we're on the subject of video games. I, I did hear on a different podcast that um, that somebody had found an unboxed Kid Icarus 
which is a Nintendo game. Yeah. That uh, that he didn't open. And I he heard was, of that. I heard about that. Yeah. And he's gonna sell. He was gonna sell it on eBay. And they, I think it already sold. Did it? Yeah, I gotta check that out. But they, I they were they were estimating that that was gonna go for like ten thousand dollars. It's like cool. Like Icarus, as in the yeah. mythology. Yeah, like uh, flying too close to the sun and and all that. But yeah, no, that's how it was. But yeah, I heard about that uh, this week or was it last week about it, and I was like, whoa, that's that's a lot of money. Makes me regret selling all of my to- all of my Nintendo games and my Nintendo. Oh wow! Okay, it, it did sell. So Reno Man finds rare Nintendo game in attic and sells it for nine thousand dollars in an auction. Um, this was from the Reno Gazette Journal. Okay, so wow, nine thousand dollars from a game he's not going to play anyways. I'd, I'd I'd take the money and run. It says that it's a cult classic and that it was released in '87. They expected it to sell for ten thousand, um, but I feel like nine thousand is pretty good. Oh, okay, I know. I see. They have a picture of it. Okay, that's really cool. I bet you someone's like, "No, I don't want to play that," and they just left it there. What? The game, like they. No, his mom bought him that, and he just he never, never played. He never opened it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was just like, eh, I'm "Yeah, not whatever." In. Yeah. Who cares? All right, Icarus. That's nice. Who wants to play that game anyway? <laughs> well, I'm sure he's glad now. Um, I also remember, too, I did have a Nintendo uh, when it came out, and I did get to play a couple games. Like I said, I, I wasn't really into playing games. I was more into watching the games. And I wanted to be in the game because I felt like, for example, uh, Super Mario would not hit that little cube fast enough or get that growing fireball thingy like i was just like mario you're not listening to me and so i just (laughs) wanted to be in that game that that video game it was on nickelodeon i forgot what it was called arcade or something and and then you get to be in it and i was like i need to be in the guy like the guy he had the power pack and the power glove i don't remember that but i just remember that just being in the game i was like man if i was in that game it would be so much easier because I would be able. My reflexes are faster than Mario's, oh. and so. <laughs> well, speaking of that, that all half of the VR is like that, where you can run and yeah, and jump up and down and move your hands. So yeah. But yeah. Uh, but now that I think of it, the kids. Uh, now that I'm older, I'm sure the kids filmed it in front of a green screen. So that must have been really hard because you're in front of something that's green. I, you know what? Never and mind. then they I have to exactly like look. They now. have to look on the TV to see where you know. To us, it looks like they're in a video game, but oh it's, yeah, but they're not. God, I forgot what what was that game. I forgot. I just, I just, I found it. So it was called Nick Arcade. I knew Arcade was in the title. And uh, yeah, you had to play different video games and then be in real kind of video games. That was fun. That was a fun time in Nickelodeon when they had those types of things. And then, of course, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, yeah, that was always fun. Double Dare. Double Dare. Yeah, Double Dare, I didn't really like as much because I didn't like the slime stuff. Also, there was a show called You Can't Do That on Television. I think that was also Nickelodeon. And they were all about spilling slime on people, and I didn't like that. Do you remember the other one, Wild and Crazy Kids? No. Yeah, that was like a outdoor. No, I never heard of that. That sounds like an SNL skit, like oh, Wild yeah. and Crazy Kids or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, it, it, it was like Wild and Crazy Kids, I want to say. And it was it had three 
like people and then these kids had to do like all these events and everything yeah so yeah that was that was a big thing to watch um, as a kid but talking about like vr and all of that i found an article in yoga journal it's from the let's see march april 2019 issue and what they did was they were looking at different devices that would help people with meditation and they tested them out you know of course you could just meditate for free you don't need anything really but yeah. this is like well these are on the market let's try them out and see what they're like so there's something called the muse and it's this almost like a headphones kind of thing that you put on your head and what it does is sometimes people worry about like am i meditating right am i am i doing it right is my mind focusing is it in you know because like there's different stages of meditation you know like um well not stages brain waves sorry like delta theta all of that like people are like am i in the right spot or what have you so what this device does is it me measures i don't even know how it does this but what it says here sorry it says that um muse tells users when their alpha and theta levels are elevated in theory that's a good thing and then there's an animated chirping bird and graph chart to use on your smartphone. And then it says that this is what I thought was crazy. It has. A, OK, so it has electrodes and it checks your brain waves. And then it gives you prompts when it senses that your mind is straying. I'm like, what? So I think it's based on what I don't I don't know anything about. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how this works, but I thought that was kind of crazy. I'm like, wow. Like, it can sense when your mind is drifting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Based on the brain waves that they are, I guess, getting, obtaining. And so then th they'll be like, okay, take a deep breath or whatever. That's what I'm assuming. So that thing is $200. I'm like, whoa, that is, that's a crazy device right there. That is. Jeez. That is crazy because, I, you know, it's funny because, you know, we – you have a, a meditation or what do they call it? Your time during yoga? Shavasana. Shavasana. And I remember during the football season back in yeah. high school, our coach used to take an hour of meditation. And he used to bring us to the chapel because I used to go to a, a Catholic high school. And we would all like lay down in the chapel and kind of just chill and wait for, and we're supposed to, I think, use that time to envision ourselves and envision the game and everything. Okay. I would pass out. I'd take a nap. Well, I, that, I, that means that you were really tired. Well, yeah. Well, it was, you know, it's crazy because we'd always play, a, like go to school for a full day and then we had yeah. to go play a game like three hours later. So yeah, I can see where I was tired and stuff like that. And, but yeah, we, they feed us dinner and then we'd go oh, in there. Nice. Yeah. So it was kind of nice. I saw this magazine called The Writer, and on another note, sorry, this is a completely different topic now, um, but they are having a contest right now, and it says, uh, it, it's a, just like, a, I'll read a little piece of it, but it's saying, basically it's saying, submit your 1,000-word short story or essay by August 15th for your chance to win $1,000 and a publication in the future issue of The Writer. And that's pretty exciting. When I was a kid, I used to always do those things. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. done it once or twice. I was really into that. So, anyways, if you want to write and submit something to the Writer Magazine, 
go ahead and do that. That's all it says. I mean, I guess if you go to writermag.com, they might have more yeah. information. And we're not sponsored by yeah, them. Yeah, I'm not sponsored. Thought it was I just cool. found it. I was like, that's really cool. Because I remember when I w- would read highlights, I would I just wanted to draw something or write something that would be featured in highlights. I don't know if they still have that for kids. But oh, yeah. Yeah, and I would get letters saying, like, thank you for your submission. Really? But I don't, I don't think – well, I, they send that to everybody. Well, I, even <laughs> just to get something. I didn't yeah, get anything. But I, I did not – I don't think I did get a submission. But, yeah, reading and writing was something I was really into ever since I was a kid. I remember one time, like – this is off topic, but it's pretty funny, actually. I, uh, I really, really wanted the Nintendo Power magazine. Like, <laughs> wanted it. Like, okay. I saw it on TV – and my mom bought me, like, a few, like, magazines from the grocery store. And I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Then I got this bright idea. Okay. And I told my mom. I said, hey, mom. She's like, what? Can you teach me how to write a check? And she's like, that's a great idea. I can teach you how to write a check. How old were you? I think eight. Okay. I Okay. So – he taught – she was like, all right, so she started to draw up a check, like, okay. on a piece of paper. Yes. And I was like, no, no, no. Can you teach me how to draw – write a check on your checkbook? Oh, and, okay. And I was – in my eight-year-old brain, I was trying to say, like, all right, if I can get my mom to write a check to Nintendo Power for a subscription, wow. I'll be set. Wow. Like, I like I had, like, that idea, like, that, that, <laughs> like this is going to work. All I got to do is trick my mom, and this is, this is it. <laughs> and it didn't work. No. <laughs> she's like, no, do it on a piece of paper. And then she realized what I was doing. Wow. And then she's, like, kind of figured out, like, what do you need to check for? Uh, uh, and then, like, a couple months later for my birthday, then I got a Nintendo Power <laughs> subscription. Oh, well, that's cool. But, <laughs> but I – I couldn't believe, like, even to now, like, when I think about it, it's like, man, I was, to me, that was a great idea. Like, yeah. I'm just going to fool my mom. Yeah. Well, what I like about kids is that they're very creative in trying to problem solve things. Like, they really will find a way to make something happen. And, oh, yeah. And what I like about kids, too, is that, because I work with kids, and it's like they, they just have this belief in themselves. Just like, yeah. Like how you were doing, like, yeah, of course this is going to work. Of course I'm going to get this thing, you know, <laughs> you know, and I, and I, I really appreciate that about kids. And I, I, you know, I feel like kids have a lot to teach us and I really try to, to have that, you know, belief yeah. in myself as well. It's like know? a courage, it's like a kid courage of not, you know, and that's, I think sometimes life kind of beats us out of us a little bit. Like, no, yeah. you can't do that. You can't do this. And you got to take your time for that. And yeah. it's like, you know what, just go ahead and do it. Be yourself. Live your best life. Wear a shirt that says, I'm your friend. You know, they should make those. That should be no, a thing now. I'll be your friend. Oh, I'll be your friend? Yeah, that's cool. Like, I feel like that should – I think that's going to be a thing now. I think that now oh, that yeah. that kid came out with that shirt – because I've seen shirts that say kindness is cool or whatever, just things like that, which I think is really cool. I have always seen really positive shirts at Target. Luckily, I can fit in those shirts, so which is nice because I like wearing positive shirts with positive messages. Um, you know, oh, one of my favorite ones is "Be Kind," from, and that was a present, and it had a little bee on it, and it's really cute. There was one more 
part that I wanted to talk about in that article that I was telling you about meditation devices that you could try using. Um, one was called Spire. Both of these were written by Christopher Dowtry. Either he wrote him or he took the picture. I don't know. But either way, this device looks really cool. This one's more low tech than that brain wave thingy. But basically what it does is you clip it on your belt and it measures your your breath. So it it checks the expansion. It says the expansion and contraction of your torso. It then sends data to your smartphone throughout the day. And it vibrates when it senses that you're losing your grip. I think what it means is like when it notices that you're not breathing. You're just losing focus. No, it's, it's, this one has to do with breath. It notices like maybe when you're holding your breath and it'll vibrate to let you know, oh, make sure to exhale. Oh, wow. That's really cool. That's a cool thing. It doesn't say how much this costs. The other device is $200. This one, it doesn't even say. I mean... I think it's cool that it vibrates to remind you. But anyways, that was the second, like, cool, there, there's more, but those were the two ones. I was like, ooh, look at that. So, but you have another story. It's a quick one. Um, today, they just announced, it was on ESPN, that the Chicago White Sox and the New York Yankees will be playing uh, at the Field of Dreams next summer. You mean like... You mean like from the movie? Yeah, that's a real like location. That's I've legit? been there. I've been there. Well, I've, I've I actually guess, played a pickup baseball game there. I guess he's right, man. If you make it, they will come, man. Yeah, wow. So, so I, they're going to put up kind of like a temporary 8,000 seat. Will James Earl Jones be there? That'd be incredible <laughs> and amazing. And now if he is going to be there, now I need to be there. That'd be fun. He was in that movie, right? Like Absolutely. I'm not making it up. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it since I was a kid. I just thought it was really cool. It's like Darth Vader. No, I'm no, he was like he a, wasn't Darth Vader. He was. He well, that, that wasn't his real his character in the Field of Dreams. No, I forgot what he was like a sports writer. I forgot what he did. No, he but he was playing sports. No, he was, was he? a sports writer. Oh, I guess I'm getting. I haven't seen this since I was a little kid, so I only have little kid memories of this. But I just really enjoyed that. What's movie. incredible is in the movie, like some of the players that he plays with that were ghosts were like from the 1919 White Sox. Oh, okay. And they were. They got in trouble because they intentionally lost the World Series for money. Oh, got so. it. Well, oh, okay. I have another short story. Okay. So in my YouTube recommended, it recommended that I watch this video. I forgot the name of the guy. Hold on a second. Let me look it up because I got to give him credit. I found his name. Okay. So the guy that was in my recommended is named Charles Car- Cornell. And it was a video called Sarah help me so the Sarah help me <laughs> video <laughs> I know oh, it's not man. new but what he does is he takes different video memes and make puts music to it or he'll cut it up in, and, and edit it in such a way that it makes a really cool song but anyway so the kid is like you know of course like he's in a kayak if you haven't seen it he's in a kayak and his kayak is sinking that's a part of the song um but anyway so he is asking Sarah for help who's in another kayak and of course she can't really help him and then she's like why don't you just stand up and he's like I can't and then uh but anyways I just wondered though it was like a, a funny moment caught on caught on film and and so I, I but I was just curious like what happened to like what happened to that kid like obviously he made it out but I'm just curious so then I googled it and 
Uh, it was in the news. I Googled it and I found that he was on Chicago's WGN9. And they were asking him, like, hey, how's it? How are you doing? And so what happened was he was just saying, like, yeah, I was having a moment. And <laughs> he was super chill about the whole thing. And uh, he was just saying that because they're like, have you ever kayaked before? He's like, yes, but I'm just using a new type of kayak that does a different type of weight distribution with water. And it just started sinking, sinking. And then they're like, well, why don't you, you're like six foot. Like, why don't you just stand up? And he was saying like, well, the ground is mushy. So he didn't want to stand. <laughs> but he was like a really good sport about everything. Yeah. And uh, so he's OK. He made it out. And. <laughs> But this is what I thought was really cool was that he was saying that that video made a lot of people laugh. And he got a message from someone saying, like in the hospital, dealing with something serious. And they're like, that made me laugh and I really needed that. Oh, and so awesome. he's like, as, if, as long as it's bringing joy to people's lives, I don't mind. Yeah, so I thought no. that was really, really cool. So I know... We're, well, we're about to get to the shout-out section. So shout-out to that guy. I forgot his name. but And to Chris as well, who makes beautiful music on the piano. So shout-out to him. Do you have any shout-outs? I do, I do. Oh, okay. uh, actually, I want to shout-out my dad because his birthday was this week. Happy birthday. Yeah. It's everybody's birthday. It's everybody's birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I did send him some, well, I sent my brother some money so he can take my dad out to dinner. And since they still live back in Illinois and I'm out here on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of nice. Uh, my dad thanked me and everything. He said the food was great. So they went What to did Olive he eat? Where'd he go? They went to Olive Garden, of course. Olive Garden? I was expecting, like, I don't know, Illuminati's or something. Nah, my Giordano's. dad's not big into pizza. He's really? not a big pizza guy. He is. He does like the soup and the salad and yeah. and the pasta. So well, when you're there, your family. Oh, of course. So, so there you go. It was like being home for them. <laughs> I guess shout out to Olive Garden as well. <laughs> Good on we you. We will take a sponsorship from Olive Garden. <laughs> so at any time you wanna sponsor us, no problem, Olive Garden. You know what I like about Olive Garden, and it's not. It's it's just their little chocolates, and I know you could just buy them. But they're, for some reason, they oh, just the, taste the Frandango? those little no Frango? <laughs> Frandango? No, 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 they're called Andes. Uh, Andes? Yeah, like oh, after, Andes. after the mountains. I uh, think. Andes also. If you want to sponsor us, we're sending us a box. <laughs> I it's will not eat a problem. Your chocolate. We will. <laughs> I'm on a little bit of diet, but I will get off of it just. No, for that. I will eat it. I'll eat it for you. No, no, no. It, <laughs> <laughs> well okay everybody that's our show i hope you all have an awesome day and yes, we'll, yes. we'll catch you next week yeah live your best life hashtag live your best life <laughs> with andy's chocolates <laughs> <laughs> all right bye, bye.